Yeah, I'm recording already. I am now also recording. Okay, great. Um, I want to get the new song on here real quick. Okay, is it? It's by the band New Song. Mm-hmm. Is there the, the gospel group? Yeah, man they they wrote and performed Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. Yeah. I don't know what that I is. I want to buy these shoes oh, for boy. my mama, please. No. <laughs> and then they made a movie. They made a movie based on the song, and it stars Rob Lowe. And then they Rob made Lowe. a... Yeah. I know a good and, story about Rob Lowe that I just found out on Conan. Well, let me hear it. All right. So he was he started acting when he was 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. And his first acting gig was like an after school special. Yeah. And uh he was dating a girl and he said, um, my my after school special comes on today. Let's let's watch it together. So he goes over to her house, he knocks on the front door, and the dad opens up and it's Cary Grant. The dad oh my God. and he didn't know that. He didn't know he was dating Cary Grant's daughter, no. Carrie Grant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she had the same name, Carrie Grant. It was just spelled differently. She spelled it with a K. Right. Wow. And an I. I also want to say that's very bold of him to be like, I'm going to date this girl. Let's watch this thing I'm in. Let's, let's watch. <laughs> right. That's, that's pretty bold for a 15-year-old, especially. I think so. Yeah. But that's Rob for you. It is. I, I like Rob Lowe a lot. He's funny. He has his own podcast now, too. So if well, people want to tune out of this and go download some Rob Lowe, do it. I know that back when live sports were, were a thing, mm-hmm. he, he got flamed because he was wearing... He was at a... I think he may have been at... No, it wasn't the Super Bowl. He was at some game. some Maybe a playoff game. Okay. And he had, he had a hat on, and it was just... A uh, baseball cap with uh, that was black with the NFL logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> you said hat on, right? Not hard on, because there was another video of him with a different. Sure. Okay. Well, but that's I mean to me less embarrassing. But yeah, yeah he uh, the NFL so logo he, was less embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, look, I mean, it's just funny <laughs> because it's like, okay, you got your ticket for free. They gave you this hat, mm-hmm. and uh, no one, do, no one's just gonna wear. <laughs> I've never seems seen like a, like a president, yeah, kind of thing to do. Doesn't want to take a side. Right. He's at the Super Bowl. He wears an NFL hat. Right. I support yeah. this whole situation. The fans, right. the concession workers, everything. <laughs> What do you so I but but I will say that Rob Lowe was in the Christmas Shoes movie, the second Christmas Shoes movie, which yes, there was a second one based on the song. Mm-hmm. Stars Neil Patrick Harris. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I like so, uh, NPH. Look, the Christmas Shoes movies have great lead actors. Christmas Shoes. What's it Look, about? We, it are they is, magic shoes? The song is ridiculous, and the movies are ridiculous. The song is about this little boy whose mom is sick. She's going to die soon. Oh, God. And he 
wants to buy her these shoes she saw in the store that she likes, but they couldn't afford because they're just a working class family. Dad's a, a mechanic. Mom can't work because she's sick. And so this boy goes around collecting cans mm. to save up to buy these shoes. The song is told from the perspective of the man standing behind this boy, and he's impatient, and he's like a... I don't know. I don't think in the song they get into the man's backstory, but he's like impatient. But he sees this child spend these coins on these shoes, and then he helps them pay for the rest or something like that. But yeah. that's the song. It's very sappy, very like Christian contemporary, typical, you know, just saccharine sweet wow. Christmas song. I'm and it's look very, it up. you should check it out, man. It's, it's something else. Uh, How many sequels? There's, to my knowledge, there's there's one movie and 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 then one sequel, so two, you know, movies, two movies. total. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, but uh, no Christmas shoes game as of yet, and it is now. We've been recording for five minutes. I just mentioned the idea that video games exist. Yeah. Um, here we go. So here we go. We did. It's forty-five seconds. Thirty-seven. Okay, it's gonna keep going. Yeah. And then it's gonna kick in. Oh. Hold on a second. Here we go. Yeah. Man, that's cool. That's I only heard like the crusty version through my uh, headphones, so I can't wait to hear the real thing. Oh, it's so yeah, I like it. I put it, I put it together. You wait a second. You compose that? No, I. <laughs> so you go on a premium beat. You find yeah. a song. You get yeah. I got like the what do you call them? The stanzas, the costanzas. You're thinking of the word, this is where I'm like prolonging what I'm saying so that I can think of the word, uh-huh. the stems. You stems. were looking for, yeah, which the stems, yes. I got I, the stems, I, I put the stems together to make that. And uh, I, yeah, I thought it turned out pretty good. I like it. It has that build, gets me in the mood to talk about some video games because this is uh, Disagreeers Video Game Club. Oh, wait. And there's... Yeah, I got it right. Okay. It is Disagreeers Video Game Club, and there's plenty to disagree about. Um, oh my God, we're going to have a lot of disagreements, I think, on this I one. I think so. I think so. It's exciting. I will. <laughs> I do want to say, though, I like that song. It, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm playing like a lost Mega Man level, and that just makes me feel good. So. Oh, Mega Man, yes. That is what yeah. it sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I dig it. Well, let's before we get into the topics that I've been obsessing over out of uh, an escapist uh, desire to see new next-generation consoles. Let's talk about what we've been playing recently. Kyle, what have you been playing recently? And it could be nothing, because I know you're moving, and that just takes up all your time. Well, no. I mean, yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah. We are moving, but it doesn't take up enough time to where I 
completely stop gaming. Thankfully, the Switch is here and it's all thank mobile. God. And you know, yeah, yeah, thank, thank the Lord. <laughs> um, without him, we wouldn't have a Nintendo Switch. There's and no doubt. All religions agree on that. I think so. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing Minecraft Dungeons. Been cool. doing that a little bit. It's interesting. I like the aesthetic because it's Minecrafty, you know, and I like how they built the dungeons. It was a very quick campaign, but these games aren't really the campaign. It's really about that grind to get the best gear and try to take out the bosses as yeah. quick as possible. Maybe even try to build something that you could take out a boss in one hit and kind of show off that skill. Um, right now I'm at level like 50. So yes. I, I think the cap is 108, but I'm I'm having enough fun where I'm playing that on a daily basis. Um, wow. That, I and there are two other games I've been playing. You got me into Forza Horizon 4 because you said Ooh. something positive about it. I tried playing it. Like Forza Horizon 2 was one of my favorite driving games ever because the the soundtrack was amazing and the sense of speed and momentum and the simulation mixed with arcadey feel it just felt right but forza horizon 4 i started playing it like two years ago whenever it released and i didn't feel it but you said something i downloaded it and now i'm hooked so yeah. and you're good. playing that still right yeah i am i'm playing it and i'm trying to reteach myself how to play without the guideline okay um, because i realized that i didn't like I, I don't know. I just felt like it would be more fun if I could figure out how to play without the guideline. I, I, I am looking at the environment more. I'm looking at the roads more and looking at stuff more than just the line to figure yeah. out what to do, which is good, but I haven't adjusted yet and I suck. So I, I just need to get better at it. Um, but yeah, can I like explain how I got to Forza Horizon 4? Because I've never played a Forza game before. Yeah, I have a couple of questions before because I know I'm going to forget. Yeah. Sure. Do you play, because you were talking about um, playing without the guidelines. So I only play with the breaking guideline right now, but I started trying to play with manual. Are you doing manual? Ooh. I So I tried it, and then I decided to back off because I thought, hey, this would be, if I had paddles, yeah. I probably would stick to it. That but is because, what's making it really fun. Right. Yeah. I because like I'm imagining hitting the paddles to shift and I'm like oh that seems fun but hitting the face buttons to shift no is just not bad. as it's not as satisfying I think it's probably the real way to play a driving game is to play manual because it just it gives you so many more options on how to slow down and how to take corners and how yeah. to and you don't really need to watch the RPMs. You can do it all through sound because the sound in this game is so good and all the yeah. engines sound so accurate to how they really sound. Um, and uh, But yeah, so currently playing automatic. Um, but my experience with this game is I like, I love, first of all, if you're listening to this, you're listening to people talk about a game from a couple years ago, but we just discovered it or we just yeah. started playing it. Um and I love how arcadey it can be if you want it to be. They they definitely like have taken cues from the Burnout series, right? Yeah, they've taken cues from certain like other EA properties, uh, arcade sports games properties. 
Um, and I love that you can you can adjust the the settings to be as hardcore and simulation based as you want, uh, all the way to you know just have all these assists on and have fun and just drive through drive through like stone fences. <laughs> yeah, and get points for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. And you got the billboards that you can crash through, kind of like burnout, like you said. Um, yep. But tell tell me how you got into Forza. I want to I want to explain how I got it got into Forza. How I started playing Forza is is this. Okay, I had a hankering to play SSX three, mm-hmm. so I downloaded. I have the game for GameCube, but I I played it on my emulator. So I was playing that, and then. I made a post in our Discord, something to the effect of, "I I am <laughs> I want an Xbox One just so I can play SSX three because yeah. Xbox One does this neat thing where 360 and Xbox games, a lot of them are like way clearer, way nicer. They run better, uh, upresed, whatever on the Xbox One, which right. I've discovered is pretty cool. Um, but I made this post, and then I think that may have." Uh, prompted you because you you were moving and you're like I'm not playing this Xbox and you yeah. offered it to me. Yes. So I have I have been getting familiar with the PS4. Now I'm getting familiar with the Xbox, getting right up in there. Um, <laughs> and so a lot of my game time has just been lots of different things on the system to to test it out. Uh, and so I did buy SSX3. I think it was like seven ninety nine for SSX3. Oh wow, a, that's really cheap. An, yeah, it's an Xbox uh, backwards compatible game that you can download um, digitally for mm-hmm. e- for Xbox One, uh, and it is really fun and really great, and it's as fun as I remember. And then I uh, and then I got so this is all just explaining how I got the Xbox, and then I got <laughs> Forza because I have Game Pass because okay. I yeah. I did the free Game Pass trial, and then Newegg had like a deal where. Three months of Game Pass Gold or Game Pass Ultimate, where it was uh, twenty one ninety nine with a Ooh, coupon. Yeah, that's good. So I got six months, <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, well, I have Game Pass for a while, and I can play all these games. And um, the next long game I'm going to play, by the way, is Yakuza Zero. Very mm-hmm. excited about that, that. Just yeah, that just arrived on the service. Yeah, I'm excited too. So anyway, I start playing Forza, and I'm like, dang. Uh, first of all, the way it introduces you is great because it like just takes you through all four seasons, and you immediately understand the point of the game. Like, right. oh, f- they Horizon Four, they theme this around the seasons. That's cool. That's neat. Now, and they showed you different kinds of events in that opening sequence. When you booted up the game, did you have your real name on your Microsoft account, and did you have that all That's logged funny. in and ready to go? It's funny you ask that because I my name my Microsoft's name is Dr. Worm, which is a Space Ghost, Coast to Coast reference. Like, even in your profile of Microsoft, your first name is Doctor and last name is Worm, or your first name is Dr. Worm? First name Doctor, last name Worm. So when I got into the game... It just called me Doctor. It was just the all the all the uh, the announcer lady was just like Doctor. We have this for which is very which is like all of a sudden I'm like why is this is it because of Doctor Who and this is like this yeah. game is set in the UK and then I was like no 
they know that I'm doctor because of Microsoft, and I forgot that I was doctor. Yeah. So I changed it. I changed it so she says Murphy because that's RoboCop, and I love RoboCop. Oh, that's good. So anyway, that's a silly thing. But um, but yeah, Forza Horizon 4, the intro section just takes you through all the seasons, different events. It's very cool. And the music is kind of kicking in, and it's just perfectly... Yeah. It's like, I would describe it as so cl- like close to cool but it's not cool but it's close and some of the songs are good <laughs> some of the songs are bad but like it it very they're all very fitting for this game yeah um and i when i unlock the the classical station that's my favorite Wait, station you can to listen unlock to. another station i i don't know if they just give it to you after um you're done with the intro section oh they i don't remember a classical radio station you're going to get a classical radio station called Timeless. I'm pretty sure I'll have to look up how that We talking like unlocks. Bach, that kind of classical? Yes, and so it, it's that kind of classical and it's funny because the first thing I thought when I when I when I realized that it was a game about the four seasons, I was like, man, it'd be cool if uh if Vivaldi uh Vivaldi's Four Seasons started playing. It's so oh. And okay. that's exact. They they actually have it in the soundtrack. That's great. Uh, anyway, this game is fun. There's lots of different kinds of events, and the game never forces you to do any. If you if you decide you never want to do a drift event, you yeah. don't have to ever do it. And I I favor like the rally, the rallies. I mean, the rallies I think are the most fun because they you know some it's some of it's on road and some of it is on like gravel road or dirt road. Yeah, you get a good mix. It's a nice mix and I like the rally cars. Like I have a a, a cool Ford rally car. Yeah. Um and the races are fun and the off-road races are fun too. Like if you get like a giant truck or 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 Jeep. Dude, I just, got that Jeep Trailcat. You have the Trailcat? They give you that Trailcat early and it is good. Oof. Like it oh is my a God, great dude. car. You can go that you can make that like an S2 and mm-hmm. uh I don't know how to get it into X um, territory yet, but I've upgraded it to an S2 and it goes like above 150 off road. It's ridiculous, man. And you, and you have, you alluded to the upgrades. You have all these options to upgrade your cars, which has always been part of the fun of Gran Turismo and and Forza games. Um, But, uh, but I didn't, I never have, you know, really, got into that and with this game at first i was like oh they have the auto upgrade i'll just do the auto upgrade and then like a few days later i found myself looking at a a dodge dart that i Mm -hmm. could buy and i was like i want to buy that dart and then i just want (laughs) to and then i just want to like customize it for a while and i sat there and customized the engine i customized all the paint and everything i named it darth you know like Like you can name (laughs) you can name the designs so i don't know it's cool uh forza horizon check it out People make some crazy stuff, and you got to remember, like, all this is done with simple shapes, you know. So people yeah. spend days working on designs. I the the most I've done is I made the Champa flag, the Black Heart flag. That's badass. And then, um, Mister Chief. Have you ever heard of Mister Chief? I I don't think so. No. What's Mister Chief? Okay, so Halo Three. Frank, not Frank Zappa. Is Frank Zappa like a puppeteer? 
Frank Zappa is a musician, and you're thinking of uh, Frank Oz. (laughs) You're thinking of Frank Oz. But what I really want to say is Frank O'Connor. He's the Halo guy. So one of the original Halo guys, Frank O'Connor, I think is his name. He, they made this meme. You got to look it up. You got to Google it. It's a weird looking Master Chief. It's a cartoonish thing where he's got these wide, like almost googly eyes with this big mouth with teeth over the helmet. Yeah. And uh, they call him Mr. Chief. And he made a painting for charity. But the something with that design spoke to me because I was like, I love that design. I wish Mr. Chief was a real thing. So when Forza first came out, my first card I ever designed was a Mr. Chief design. And every Forza game I've played since, which is almost every Forza game, I recreated. And I made it in this game. It's on almost all of my cars. So if, <laughs> if I ever show up as a Drivatar on your game, you'll see yeah. a Mr. Chief car. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I love showing that off whenever I can. Um, but it's so far removed from the community now. Like Halo 3... It was a big deal. People it, people thought Mr. Chief was funny. And then Halo 4, people started forgetting what it was. And I made... Do you remember um, the original, like, vinyl? Not Funko Pops, but before that, there were things called Mighty Mugs. Mighty Mugs. Yeah. No, I don't remember those. So you could buy, like, blank ones, and just like a Funko Pop, and customize them. I designed a Mr. Chief one and painted it, hand painted it. It was my pride and joy. It looked great. And I took a picture of it. And uh, when Halo, I forgot which Halo went gold, the team used the picture of my Mr. Chief Mighty Mug and said, our game went gold. I was like, hey, that's mine. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love it when my friends' creations get featured. (laughs) That's cool. It was awesome, yeah. So uh, if I could find it, I'll post it on Discord. But anyway, Forza is a great game. I really want to talk to you about the Rumble feature before we move off to other games because you and I both were like... Two more yeah. things to say about Forza Horizon 4. But yeah, say yeah. what you want about that rumble, because I'm going to agree with you. I know okay. this is Disagreeers Club, but I'm going to agree with you on this rumble, well, I think. Well, I think we'll agree up front, and then the rest <laughs> of the podcast is going to be heavily, heavy disagreement. I know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. rumble. I have the Elite version 2 controller. It's my third version 2, yeah. because... Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but my first one, the right bumper, no, the A button was stuck. So like it wouldn't press a lot. It wouldn't register the A button, which is annoying because you want to jump, you know, sometimes. Man, you need that. You need that action button. Oh, you need it. important. Yeah. And uh, so I sent it in. I got it back and the controller smelled like barbecue. Mm. And then the right bumper was stuck. Like it didn't feel like it was sticking, but in a game it would skip the input. Like it would do two inputs instead of one. If you pressed it once, it would do two presses, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. Um, and then the left thumbstick didn't have that satisfying click, but the right one did. So I sent it back and they actually sent me one overnight. And now I'm on my third version two. 
and it's um it's amazing now i can get to the rumble part because playing forza 4 i rumble has never been a thing where like i've been a fan of it it's there i'm okay with it i'll turn it off for first person shooter because it uh distracts me when i'm trying to like you know, get headshots and stuff. If I'm getting sure. shot, I don't want something vibrating in my hand so I can react better. So I turn it off in first-person shooters. I was lucky that this game, it was on because as soon as I started feeling it, I was like, this feels like, this feels different than any other game. And so I started paying attention to it and each different terrain has a different rumble. The speed makes the rumble feel different in this controller. So if you're going really fast, it rumbles faster if you're going slow yeah. rumble slow like it's the sensitivity of rumble if it has engines feel yeah different oh yeah it's yeah. crazy um and i don't know what the regular controller does i don't know if there's like a special input um or a special vibration for the elite controller but it made me think maybe ps5 has something that they're really excited about because they are saying that there's a game changer with their haptic feedback. And now because of Forza Horizon 4's Rumble, I'm excited about Rumble. So. Yeah, it opened your it opened your mind up to what the yeah. possibilities are. I want to ask you about the Elite controller because it, so is there Rumble I, I I think I read this, but is there Rumble in the triggers? Yes. Okay. So I don't have that. However, I do have the regular Xbox One controller, which is very good. Like I would put it it's my favorite it, over uh, PS4 or yeah. Switch, personally. Sure. Like, it's great. I, I like that it's bigger, and I like where the buttons are, and everything works good. The D-pad's good. Everything's yeah. good. Um, and the Rumble's the best, like, out of those controllers. Yeah. Um, so I, I do have a great experience, but with that Elite controller, having the Rumble, like, in the triggers must oh be my really God. cool. Yeah, like, when you start the engine, it has a defining feel to when it's different when you start the ignition than having it sit idle like idle is a different feel and then obviously driving at different speeds or different feels it's yeah it's a great experience man like it just it's one of my most immersive and most fun games i'm playing right now it to the point where i you got me into Forza Horizon 4. Now I'm looking at iRacing and getting a steering wheel set up. So, <laughs> racing like I, is fun. I like driving games and I forgot that I like them. It's just been so long since I've played one, but it is fun to drive cars around. It's fun to collect these cars. Yeah. I bought the James Bond car pack because I was yeah. like, yeah, I want to play. I want to, but then I turn the in game music off. I turn on the James Bond music. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's you good. Know? But um, but yeah, we've I think we've covered that Forza Horizon Four. We recommend it wholeheartedly. But yeah. you, if you were going to play it, you'd probably have played it by now. But that wasn't <laughs> true of us. So pick it up on Game Pass for PC. It's four ninety nine a month. I think it's on there. It is on there. That's how I'm playing it. And that's insane. <laughs> you, I'm telling you, man. There's this trick with I don't know if it's a bug, but every freaking time it works for me. Uh, if you go, if you have a PC. Go on Xbox, uh, their app, and get the Xbox Game Pass for PC only, and it'll say you can do it for a dollar for the first month. If you cancel it after the first month, you can get it for a dollar again. 
cancel it again, get it for another dollar. I'm only paying a dollar a month. Yeah, they are... Okay, so this is going to get us into, I think, our main discussion. Yeah. And I think the title of this podcast is Next Gen Wars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, PS5 versus Xbox Series X, uh-huh. a, fr- a Friendship Destroyed. Oh, my God. You ready? Did they even have a friendship to begin with? No, oh, no, our We're friendship. Gonna, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Disagreeers disagree. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, no. I, the, the truth this is... This is the final podcast. This is it. The truth is, I really like the PS4 and the Xbox One, and I got to play them thanks to you. Yeah. Um, I uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like both of them a lot, mm-hmm. and um, it really weirds me out when I see people online getting very... Uh, What's the word I'm looking Pitch for? Like territorial. Oh, P- sure. <laughs> P- Pitchforky, territorial, like PS4 is the best, Xbox One is trash, or yeah, vice brand versa. Brand loyalty, to begin with, is weird to me anyway. Like, it, yeah, I don't understand brand loyalty because the brand is not loyal to you. They're not doing anything for you. They take well, here we stats, go. and they're like, yeah. oh, hey, this game sold... I mean, if you're getting angry because of the way someone does microtransactions and you're like, I don't know why EA keeps doing the microtransactions, it's because you keep... Everyone else keeps buying them, you know? So they don't care about the voice on Reddit. They care about what the stats are telling them. They can't argue sure. with those stats. So brand... I mean, they're not loyal to brands. They're loyal to stats. There is there is a, a customer relationship that you want to develop, but... Sure. Ultimately, you know, you could be like Konami and be like, actually, uh, these other customers uh, in the casinos are better. <laughs> like they're oh, that's they're where all... they get all the money. Yeah, they make those Plinko yeah. <laughs> games or whatever, and they get <laughs> they make, so much money. They make they make video poker. They make uh, slot video slot machines. Yeah, um, yeah, and and so they've they they got tired of video game players just complaining, and they were like, let's just do this uh, business model where we addict old people to gambling and take their <laughs> I money. Play- I played those for the first time on my anniversary. We went to for the we've lived in St. Louis for a while, but we've never been to the uh the place Ameristar? where Ameristar? Yeah, we never been there. So oh, they um, got them. To the casinos here in St. Louis. We've never been there. So we went for our anniversary right. before COVID struck. And um I played the Konami games. Um I searched them out because I wanted to see what they were like and they were kind of sure. fun. You know? They're probably good. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing too. I I, I have to have some sympathy toward uh gamblers because gambling is fun <laughs> and yeah. that's it i mean like the, at the end of the day uh you know it can it can have some very uh negative um what's the word I'm like, outcomes for people they can, sure. they can lose everything it's, it's very addictive um but you know it's also it's also a fun time so i can't yeah. get too mad um but anyway uh customer relationships important that'll be part of the discussion as far as like how these companies are approaching their new consoles. Right. Um, and I also want to say as a, as a statement of unity, it's very cool to me that Sony and Microsoft, these massive behemoth corporations, are driving the technology and they're going head to head. We, I think we benefit from that dynamic. I think and so. Then you, yeah. Yeah. And then you have Nintendo who has to be a part of the conversation because even though they're pretty much always off to the side doing their like diagonal path where they're doing something different yeah. and weird and 
what they do typically does end up changing the game industry, and then you see you see things, certain trends, be picked up by Sony and Microsoft. So right. Um, so anyway, I think it's sort of a cool situation for gamers, for game enjoyers, as I like to call them, uh, because you have these massive, uh, massive mommy and daddy fighting for your affection. That's true. Yeah, I mean the and then competition. Uncle, Uncle Nintendo. <laughs> oh yeah, little sorry, little Nintendo. Um, I, I think they're doing okay. <laughs> I love the history of Nintendo so much. Like, I if I can share that with people, I I share it with people probably once every few months. You know, we're like, not talking about Nintendo. Kyle. No, we're not we're talking okay. about we're, Sony and Microsoft, the big boys. We're talking about ending our friendship. Here right. we go. Um, so yeah, all that said, I love. I actually love all game consoles, even bad ones. Um, so let's argue about the next generation. Um, right, let's start with Xbox. Have, what do you want to start with Xbox, or are we starting? How do you want to start this? How do we want to start? Well, let, uh, let me just ask you. Okay. okay so we we've seen now a, a pretty long game showcase from Sony. We haven't seen something like that yet from Xbox which I think will totally change the conversation once we see Halo Infinite and once we see some other, you know, big launch titles. Um, but we've seen, we've seen what we've seen. Yeah. Console design, specs. What, what's your inclination? Where, if you were, are you going to A, early adopt one of these things and B, which one? Okay. Well, I, I want to start by saying a few things about what we saw first, right? Sure. So, um, you said we haven't seen something like so. PS Five came out and they showed lots of game stuff, and then you, you yeah. said just now that we haven't seen something like that from Microsoft yet. I think they intended that first presentation to be like this, but it didn't hit right because they messed up, and they even said they messed up the day after. Like they apologized for the showing of that presentation because it they kept saying gameplay footage, gameplay footage, and it was all pre-rendered again. Like how many times during reveals for consoles have we seen pre-rendered footage that changes drastically? And I'm even in my head when I'm saying this, I'm thinking of PlayStation when they showed, um, gosh, what was their like bread and butter FPS game? Killzone. Killzone. Yes. It was Killzone 2. By Gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. That, footage looked amazing people got so hyped and then when it came out it was like uh not blurry but sort of blurry it looked good but it was pixelated and it looked nothing like what they showed so what we saw with microsoft was pre-rendered footage no gameplay even from assassin's creed and people were upset i was upset so your question if i were to get one based on what we saw so far if I early adopt, it would be PS5 because we actually saw gameplay footage. And they focused on the games, and I was interested more in the idea of those games that they showed, like Stray. I don't know if that's going to go to Xbox. I don't know if that was PlayStation exclusive. I think, well, so they get to say it's a console exclusive. Yeah. And uh, even if it's a limited release console exclusive. So they're calling it a console exclusive. So if for at least a time, it will be 
console yeah. exclusive to PS5. Yeah. See straight, that straight. that kind of does that matters to me. Even though after a year it might show up on Xbox, I'm a person that the immediacy of a game matters to me. Like when it first comes out, I have that fear of missing out with a video game. Like I don't want to wait. I want to play it right then, you know. So I'll I mean, get consider it. consider that you can play it on PC, but it, yes, yeah. you're you're right in reference to other titles that that is the case. And really, if it is going to PC, I'd probably just get it there. Any multi-platform that isn't on Switch, I will get on PC. So anyway, just based on what we saw, I would get PS5 right now. However, I'm not a fan of how the console looks and that people were being made fun of for that mattering to them. I don't see why they would get made fun of for that because mm-hmm. having something like that sit out and be kind of an eyesore that matters to me. Like I I'm a designer. So if something doesn't look right on my shelf or something, I, it would bug me. So I would have to either cover it up or put it behind something. <laughs> it, yeah. Fortunately, it's white, and all my stuff in my room is like a white shelf and all that, so it'll kind of just blend in. But right, it's you can a weird you can set thing, it on man. its side. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a weird looking thing. You know what it reminds me? Have you seen Beetlejuice? Yes, it's like something that uh, Catherine O'Hara's character would like. It's one of her sculptures. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Good. Or yeah, or yeah. or it's like a sculpture that sits on Captain Jean Luc Picard's uh, you know office wall sure. or something. Yeah. I I want to grab I want to grab those wings on top and I just want to rip it rip open. it out yeah it looks like a pistachio I want to bust open that pistachio so bad <laughs> yeah oh man but I want to I want to say too about the design I the moment I saw it I was I I just laughed and I said that looks so dumb mm-hmm. I do think it looks dumb I think that uh, it's it is a a bold design it's it, it might end up being iconic I I think. Sure that it'll probably go the way of the first PS3 and that we'll look back on it and be like, yeah, that was ugly. <laughs> oh, I thought I the think... PS... Let me be go honest ahead. here. I think every yeah. console, when it first comes out, is pretty ugly. I can't remember a console that was... Except for the GameCube. Because I thought the GameCube it still is one of my favorite looking consoles. So, hey, stack two black GameCubes on top of each other, and you have an Xbox Series <laughs> yeah, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little monolith thing. The GameCube 2, as I like to call it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I also so don't have right, a problem with right. the Xbox look. So You're right in that a lot of consoles are ugly. They look like they're toys, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and and late, you know, the, the trend has been black boxes to kind mm-hmm. of go against that toy aesthetic. And I think PS2 was the first one to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's not true. There were other black boxes, but the first one that mattered. Um, sure. But I, th- I think PS4 looks good. I think I think the Xbox Series X looks good. Xbox, the first Xbox One is just, a, you know, it really is a, a rectangle. It's a thick boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you know, I can't judge it too hard. Um, I like that both of these PS5 and Xbox Series X are weird. They look weird. They're weird-looking machines. Yeah. Um, but I think the Series X has it just looks better because it's it, it looks like a thing that's that could. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It it's just a black rectangle. Yeah. 
you can do stuff to the br- bl- the black the black yes. rectangle it's a, yeah you, it is rectangle you could do stuff to that you could put an rgb strip on it cuz people like doing that you can easily get decals from decal girl or whatever decal site you like and it'll fit really well but getting a decal on that ps5 is not going to look well, no. right yeah, you probably wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do and it. And it's got it's like all bumpy and stuff. So yeah, exactly. Do. You would have yeah, you'd have air bubbles all over the place. But also like I like weird stuff. I was a person in seventh grade, I would yeah. get the weird shoes. I, I always wore Dennis Rodman shoes. He had these weird like denim blue basketball shoes and I loved them. Like I, I love weird looking things. It I just don't know. I, and I think it's because of the contrast from the very icy white glacier white of the outside shell to that uh obsidian deep space black in the middle if it was just not black maybe a gray or something it would have been better i don't i don't know i would have to put it in a mock-up and see but they they certainly prioritized uh heat uh, oh yeah! Control as an issue. Okay. Just looking at the looking at the design, it's ma- it's huge. Oh, you're right. So, yeah, and then you know the the airflow of having vents go all the way like down the center of it. Yeah. Um, because the PS4 I think is at this point uh, notoriously loud. Yes, they um, both were they, when they first shipped. Yeah. yeah. Right. When you um, say they both, were, do you mean Xbox One was also yeah. loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, that's the aesthetic issue. Um, I, I think I might end up coming around to the PS5 because I do like weird stuff. But um, right now, it's just so odd that it just yeah. caught me off guard. But um, controller, what do you think about the controller? Because I want to say about a white controller is that anytime, and I've had white controllers I like, yeah. but you know, eventually they kind of they Discolor? they show dirt. They mm-hmm. discolor. They show dirt because my hands are. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a, an, a human animal, and I get down in the dirt and I pick things up and I. I, I eat sweat. Food. And I sweat. Yeah. You know. So uh, I. I don't prefer the white. I, I hope that you know there is a, a darker option yeah. at some point. I like displaying the white. So I exa- same reasons here. So I'm so far we're agreeing on stuff, and I don't know how yeah, I feel it's about making that. me sick. We'll get to the disagreement in a little bit, I bet. Um, <laughs> because I actually was pretty down on the Xbox when they did their video. So we'll get to that in a minute. But um, same thing with the controller. I love displaying white stuff. That's why my entire room has this like futuristic um, white aesthetic going on. Like I have white shelves, white floating shelves, a white desk. Because I like the contrast of things sitting on top of it with the Funko Pops and the systems and all that. Anyway. Right. It's like it's like P. Diddy used to have the party where everyone had to wear white. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly it's like it. that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love P. Diddy. Diddy, Puff sure. Daddy. He was one of my favorites. Um, did you know when uh, Money, Mo Money, Mo Problems came out, that video he had the flashy pants and the flashy jacket, I researched... And I was young at that point. Like, I was probably freshman in high school, maybe? I don't remember. Um, anyway, I researched so hard to find those jackets and pants because I wanted to, I wanted those. Because that was yeah. my style back then. I was, 
I wore the basketball jerseys and the big shorts and all that stuff. That was my thing. I remember I the in the 90s I really liked and one gear. Yeah. Yes. And everyone was wearing oversized everything. It yeah. was it was so such a comfortable time to be alive. It was, yes, it was. The 90s uh, were the most comfortable decade so, of So yeah. yeah, let's 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 talk a little bit more about PlayStation 5's games because they showed yes. uh they showed Ratchet and Clank which I thought it to looked me fun. looked like the yeah, yeah, it looked like the best thing. And and we you're right that we do want to see we want to see game situations. Yeah. When we're learning cuz like a, a, a pre-rendered cutscene really I mean, it does create hype. I I can get hyped off of it, but I don't learn anything about the game. Yeah. So I think Sony got that message big time because they had a lot of times they had like a, a short cutscene and then for instance with Gran Turismo 7 yeah. they just had a guy driving around for like two minutes <laughs> yeah, they did, which was yeah. great I want I want to see that so um you know they they showed gameplay for a lot of their hey man a lot of their gameplay previews. you're selling the gamers you know and <laughs> these presentations are for us it's not for mom and dad who are deciding what to get for Christmas it's we're watching this even the kids are watching this so they can be like, hey, mom, I want this for Christmas, right? Everybody knows we need to see gameplay. Like, the gamers need to see gameplay. That's why they got upset after Microsoft's presentation because there was literally none. PS5... Now, I'm not going ups- to get upset, but I will agree that I would prefer to see gameplay. Oh. I think that the next Xbox event, and we're probably going to have to revisit this discussion, Yeah, the next Xbox event is... They've explicitly said it's going to be about games, and they've also, like you mentioned, sort of like recognize that that's what people want. So yeah. well, I'm hope very so. into Dude. seeing that. Apparently, Halo Infinite is huge, and I just want to know what that's about. This is what worries me, <laughs> and I I do get upset about the not seeing the gameplay stuff. Like that really frustrates me. I hate it as a in a marketing standpoint. I hate it as a message standpoint and I hate it as a gamer because I that's all I care about. Like I don't care about these stupid skits. I don't care about unless it's Devolver. Like if they're really well done, that's fine. They go I don't mind they laughing. go all in. They really commit to the Yeah, skits. they do. Yeah. But like the PC gamer thing, those skits were I oh, didn't I like watch. them. Yeah. I will it, not watch. It was bad. So anyway, I'm just there for the gameplay. Microsoft didn't show any of that. But here's what worries me. When Xbox One was being unveiled, they spent a lot of time talking about Connect and being the media center for the household yeah. and TV. gamers. Yeah, and TV. And gamers were like, show us the games. Then the next thing they did, they were like, okay, we, here's some we games. We don't really watch a lot of TV. <laughs> no, we don't. Not anymore, do we? <laughs> yeah. Gamers were like, show us the games. So the next presentation, they showed Xbox One games, but it was all pre-rendered footage again. Gamers got mad about pre-rendered fo- footage. Then they started showing the gameplay, and then it started coming out that, oh, the Kinect is taking up power for the console at all times, even when it's not being used. So now all these games are being rendered at 900p instead of 1080p. And that stuff mattered in the end, you know, like they couldn't couldn't hit frames as well as Sony could on the launch because, you know, you know that that it mattered because they corrected course. Yes. But years later. So then, um, 
Anyway, after all these years from messing up with the Xbox One, you think the very first presentation for Xbox Series X would focus on gameplay, and they didn't. They just showed pre-rendered footage again. It wasn't ready. They didn't have the gameplay ready. Uh, I don't know. And what's fascinating to me, too, is this game of chicken that these companies are apparently playing with the price. It seems like they're doing this because in the past we we would have had the price by now. Yeah, yeah. PS3, of- I, I will not be surprised... And it's not, I don't think they will do this again, but PS3, when it released, was 600 bucks. I remember yeah. paying 600 bucks. And I was okay with it because I was really excited about Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. So, uh, which it, that game stretched the PS3 oh, so much. God, like it, it was it, great. I lo- I, I, I've never played it. I recently watched a playthrough. Mm hmm. It was amazing. <laughs> it's still probably one of the best looking, besides The Last of Us, uh, yeah. one of the best looking PS3 games. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't, I forgot what the point was. <laughs> I was the point to was that, <laughs> yeah, Xbox hasn't shown games yet. Yes, and you are, I think, rightfully concerned. Oh, I'm However, yeah. yeah, I am bullish. I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to to uh, uh, Phil Spencer. I've been Ugh. listening to, and he and he has sort of um, he's kind of called out, you know, the the a lot of the mistakes we just discussed with Xbox One. Yeah, I like a lot of what they do, what they've done, how they've tried to position themselves in the market. I really like Game Pass, and I really like. This is where we're really going to disagree. Let's be honest. We're really going to disagree on how important something like backwards compatibility is. Yeah. And that that will... Let's get into that. Yeah, let's get into that because I think that is such a uh, player-specific thing. Like, you, it either matters to you or it doesn't based on mm-hmm. your habits. I regularly play old games and pl- replay games. Like, so like here's, my, here's my question. And look, I, I started thinking about it some more too. And... There are examples of things in other types of media where something new comes out and it's just got to be backwards compatible, right? Like computers and stuff, you're always going to be able to play old games unless you're going back too far. Even then, people will find a way to mod it so it can work on a new system. With consoles... I think it's because I grew up and I'm so used to the system where a new system comes out and you either keep your old one attached so you can play the old games or you're just like, you know, I had fun with that, but now it's time for the new thing and you just kind of forget about the old stuff. And my my way of life that I've been used to for so long is I like to swing to the new branch, stay on the new branch until the new thing comes along and swing to the next branch. And, and I'll say I'll, I'll say it over and over again. The best games typically are are um, I'm, I'm going to watch how I phrase this. Yeah. New games are the best. Like they're just better. I and I've been playing video games uh, my whole life and I love like Super Mario Brothers 3 is one of my favorite games of all time and if I picked it up and played it right now I would have a blast and I love playing old games, but new games are great. They're just, yeah. you know, they're pushing the boundary. They're doing, if you want a new experience, 
Actually, that's not true. If you want a new experience, you can often find some random old game sure. that you've never played and, yeah. and get it. But but um, but generally speaking, there's more. It's more communal. Games are coming out. People are playing them together. That's cool. Um, and then you've got the cutting edge technology, and it's yeah, new games are are more important. I what bothers me about backwards compatibility is the R and D. Like I don't know how their teams are made up. So like if they can show that the time spent on figuring out backwards compatibility didn't hamper hamper is that a word? Is hamper a word? Besides yeah. the, the thing you throw clothes in? Like if Yeah, this is like an obstacle here. hamper. Sure, yeah, hamper. They're being hampered, they're being hindered. Hindered. If it didn't hinder the progress of the new uh, technology. So like are new games being affected because R and D went to backwards compatibility because you saw this with destiny Two. like, and this happened with a game itself. Destiny two was, uh, hindered by the fact that they had to keep old systems in place from destiny one. Right. Uh, the same thing when they went from destiny one jumping, console generations it was built on an old console so they needed to make sure if someone was going to play it on ps4 it needed to be the same uh like structure as the old game so it couldn't be it couldn't technically be destiny 1.5 where everyone on xbox 360 couldn't play with someone on xbox one um and they couldn't introduce new technology. So I feel like that's what happens when R&D is spending time on backward compatibility. Like we're not entirely getting something that could have been, you know, we're okay. getting half of that. However, I don't know if that's true. That's just how I feel. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're working on and they're putting resources into creating a value. They're giving you this value with the console. And look, I, I want to put it into context because with with first of all, PS Five, uh, Sony has not given detailed explanations of how they're handling backwards no, compatibility. We, they did say we assume, something though. They did say yeah, that. Yes, I just want to jump in. They did say that all PS Four games, or up to a thousand PS Four games, will be playable uh, because the PS Four and the PS Five have the same internal um, file structure or something. I forgot. Yep. So. Uh, but that's not their focus. They don't want people to, and I sent you this article, like PS, Sony cares about the player knowing that the new generation is a new generation and not being set in the past. So Smart. they'll give the fleeting statement, oh yeah, you could play backward compatible. Like, of course you can. You know, not make a big deal out of it. Whereas Xbox is making it a big deal by putting some new branding on an old thing, which is what you sent to me today. Well, we'll I want to talk about that. I want to talk yeah. about uh, smart delivery sure. and how it works. Um, and, and for me, it's a value. For me, it matters because when I go to buy, okay, hypothetically, I'm, I want to buy Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, right. And I want to get it, uh, and I'm looking out to my left, there's an Xbox One. To my right, there's a PS4. I could get it on PC, but I've, I've now... Uh, been spoiled by having like dedicated gaming machines and then I can keep my PC for just other things and I sure. like I kind of like that. Yeah. So anyway, uh Cyberpunk 2077, if I get it for Xbox 1, I can play it on September 17th 
And then when I get an Xbox Series X, it will be the optimized version of Cyberpunk 2077. And then when they make an upgraded version of Cyberpunk 2077, which they are going to do for next-gen consoles, mm-hmm. I will get that one. And I want to I want to search this because I could have sworn that be, that's a third-party developer. I thought they were yes. doing that for both systems. So like and, and you bought it on so, PS4, within a certain amount of time, you can upgrade it to PS5. Now this... Smart delivery is across. It's there's no time limit on it. There's no time yeah. window. Oh, well, uh, for and, for first party, they didn't. They they said that for first party definitely, but it's up to the third party developers if it's got a time limit or not. Okay, because well, Madden had a time out. limit, and I think yeah. they got rid of it because, like I said uh, to you on Discord, uh, gamers will shame them if they have a time limit. So like they announced that if you bought Madden within a certain time frame, you had 30 days to upgrade. Um, if you bought the system, you know, the new system, you had 30 days to upgrade and they got shamed online and then they took it back. So they were like, okay, well doesn't matter when just upgrade and you get it for free. Okay. So yeah, I, I, w- I want to make sure I'm right about that, but I'm pretty sure it was for both PS5 and Xbox Series X with 2077. And I think for Madden, but I'm not not entirely sure. Well, um, I hope that's the case because yeah. I just want it to be true for everybody who gets the game. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that appeals to me. Um, it's obviously the same. It's the same for Game Pass games. It's the same for uh, first-party games um there are a lot of let me see here as far as like third-party games it's true of it'll be true of dirt 5 assassin's creed valhalla gears well gears 5 is first party yakuza like a dragon there's a there's a bunch of games uh that that'll be third party that that'll be true of um and then already i like what they've done um, I, th- I think the 360 PS3 generation, like that, I missed it the first time around because I was not playing video games. I was doing other things. And I like to be able to go back and play 360 games. I was playing Burnout uh, uh, Paradise. Um, and uh, every, like the 360 games are optimized. And I just think that's really cool. And then I compare it to PS4 where I can't play ps3 games yeah they just don't have them unless they, they've been remastered um so that's that's cool i like that uh, i did real quick i'm going to jump in i did find that yeah. ea said that owners of their games for ps4 and P, uh, xbox one will get upgraded versions for free so it is definitely a uh developer case by case now like that's good will I'm sony that do that for first party games we don't know they didn't yeah. say so yeah there you go so that's well, the thing. That's what I was talking about. It's like Xbox is making a big deal out of it because they know there are gamers that care. And uh, they put new branding on an old idea because that is something that existed with Xbox 360 and PS3 too. Um, because when Destiny... I don't think it was Destiny. Yeah, Destiny did it. Bungie did it. You bought Destiny uh, within a certain amount of time. You can upgrade to the next gen for free. Um, so it's just like new branding for, and it bums me out because it's like an old thing for a new console 
Show me Wait, something no, new. Why, no, this is a feature. This is a good thing. I don't know why it would bum you out no, that well, you can Because they're spending new... time talking about something that already existed? I don't know. I Yeah. Show me something new. Like, yeah, that's great. Let's get on with the next thing that... Show, show me ray tracing. What am I paying where, for? Yeah, exactly. Like, Where is he? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just go down. Let's talk about the factors. Yeah. Games wise, there's some question marks. We don't really know. I'm right now. You look ahead and you think, yeah, Sony's probably going to have the better exclusives. They've really made that their thing. Yeah, and that's also subjective, right? So, like, yes. But yeah. from what I saw, uh, I Spider-Man, like one of my favorite PS4 games of the entire generation, was Spider-Man, and I keep playing it. Uh, so Miles Morales is something I'm looking forward to a lot. Um, and then, uh, Stray, but like you said, I don't, I don't know the exact exclusives that are only PS5 specific, maybe Horizon. Yeah. Um, uh, Horizon will be a console, console exclusive to PS4 for sure. And then if it's like the first Horizon game, it won't come out for PC for years. Yeah. So that's that's a factor if you care about that that game, which those games look good. Um, Ratchet and Clank, ins- so Insomniac, Naughty Dog, like Sony has some, and they they kind of brand them all now under PlayStation Studios. Yeah, um, they really have heady, heavy hitters in game, and but I am excited to see uh, Xbox's um, exclusives because I think they've got some cards they're not showing us yet. I hope so. They bought they, a lot of studios, and then they've been yeah. very involved in in cranking up game production. They they need it first of all, but also like I went from a PS2 to Xbox. I was an Xbox guy like immediately because of Halo, and then they introduced um, achievements with the 360, and that little pop sound. I mean, we talked Animal Crossing and how sounds the sound effects of that game, the sound design, keep me playing that. 400 hours later, I'm still playing it because of the sound design. Oh, you need to check out Clubhouse Games. Oh, I have it. sound design. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm playing that because of that as well. Like, I, it's Amazing. candy to your ears. So, uh, and if you don't like candy, then I don't, I don't know what you like. Something good, tasty, good spaghetti in your ears. Spaghetti in your ears. <laughs> um, yeah just a well like a medium well fillet of steak in your ear yeah um so anyway yeah the sound design of the xbox uh 360 with the achievements that kept me playing that was like and they did a whole study on that how it kicked off these endorphins in your body just that little sound so it kept people playing longer to hit those achievements i sought out games that were easy to get achievements in just to get achievements. Like I played games for achievements. I know that people do that. I've seen yeah. people do that. I don't yeah. do it anymore because I recently I got I, kicked out I, of it. But I recently platinumed a game just because because I'd never I I hear these people talk about platinuming yeah. you're using the word platinum as a verb, okay? <laughs> Think about that. But they're platinum these these games and and mm. and uh I was like, well I haven't I haven't platinumed any games. Am I am I a real gamer? And then I looked and I saw Downwell and I was like, I can platinum Downwell. That's crazy. I want to, 
for any game want, to platinum, that's a good one to platinum. It is. I because I thought all the achievements were like fun and hard in a good yeah. way, and nothing, nothing like I don't know. Sometimes it seems like some achievements are just a little like why would anyone ever do that if there weren't yeah. an achievement? So, uh, but it, but it just it was a matter of beating the game on hard. That was the hardest part, and uh, well, you know, I did it, and I was like, I I don't need to do this. <laughs> I would like to see, and this is going to be important for yeah. me as to get back into achievements and trophies and stuff. Like I would like to care about care about that again, but Sony's implementation, even with the four, you have to sync the trophies still. PS3, you had to sync oh. the trophies. It took a long time. PS4, you still have to sync the trophies. I don't want to go into a menu and sync and take that time to do that just to see the trophies I need to get. So if it's more streamlined, Sony's going to have Sony's going to get me back into caring about that. The I only reason I be. fell off was because PS4 didn't have a good system with trophies. Yeah, I I I've chased the trophies a little bit. I, yeah. I think it, I think I think it'll get better. Um, I also respect that Nintendo refuses to do achievements <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. Like they're just like in fact, their commentary on achievements is the reward you get for getting all the Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild. Sure. That's what they think that's what they think about yeah. achievements. Right. Um which I kind of I low key respect that. But um let's go final word for now on these systems because a lot of things are going to change. We're going to learn new things. Uh oh, hold on. here's my question. Like yeah. With the backwards compatibility do you not want to just keep a system plugged in to be able to play the old games? Or is it because you want to, you're hoping that they will be optimized as well? I, for the reason why it's important to me is because the optimization is cool. Yeah. Like, I was playing Oblivion just because I like yeah. Oblivion. I mean, there's no other reason. Um, and it just was like, this is a 360 game, but but it's up and it's just, I don't know. I I appreciate it. I yeah, appreciate I'm going to say most games are probably not going to get optimized, right? It's only the big ones that will. I don't know. A lot of 360 games are optimized on Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, first party. Well, also third party. Uh, I got Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, but that's a big game. Amazing in 1080p. That's a big developer. Bigger, like, bigger games, but like... You know, that's a lot of the games that I play. That's so true. It, yeah. Optimization is cool. It's not necessary. I, 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 their commitment to having games across four generations is cool to me. It, mm-hmm. it, it serves me because I like the games on Xbox 360, One, yeah. etc. Um, so I uh, value that. Yeah. And I know that Sony's not going to be as big into that. Um, they have other focuses. That's fine. Uh, but. I mean, yeah, for me, it is a matter of... It's very cool just to have all those games there. A lot of them are Game Pass games. I have 60 games downloaded yeah. <laughs> onto this Xbox One. And uh, I was, like, watching Twitch and just playing... I played Plants vs. Zombies for a while. I played Oblivion for a while. I played Burnout Paradise for a while. And, by the way, when I got into Burnout Paradise, I yelled. I shouted with joy. <laughs> because in Burnout Paradise, you hear DJ Atomica... Yeah. who is the DJ from SSX Games. Oh, and I yeah, that's love cool. Love him. And yeah. uh I just got excited. Um so anyway, that's that's what I think about back compat. I like it. 
Burnout Paradise, talking about trophies and stuff, is the game that I completed. But it was on Xbox, so I don't know what the term would be for that. Um, but I complete I uh, 100% uh, yeah. of that. Um, yeah, that was the, probably the only game I ever 100%ed was uh, Burnout Paradise. Damn. So. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it, it was really fun. And what was the other question about backward compatibility I had? But, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Um, I also wouldn't keep a system plugged in anyway. I, I like to have minimalism. Yeah. So, like, right. if a new system comes out, I'm getting rid of the old one and putting it somewhere else. Whether that's in the closet or downstairs as a media center, like I did with the Xbox One. Um, so, anyway. I, All right, let's... Yeah. I would like to go down the list of things. Let's and, do it. And let's just, let's just say what we think about them, okay? Sure. Controllers, Series X, PS5, what do you think? Just just from looking. You obviously got you got to get your hands on the damn thing, but what well, do you the think series, just by looking? The version 2, um, this is the thing. Like, I'm going to keep with my Elite controller because that is usable on the Series X. You can use it there. They're not upgrading the controller for Xbox at all. So you can use your Xbox One controllers on the Series X. Um, they I are think, different. The, the, the Series X controllers are a little bit different. Sure. But you can, like, there's no extra buttons or anything. And you can right. bring your Xbox One controller over. Whereas you right. could, I don't even think you could use a 360 on Xbox One. Like, you had to get a new controller. Right. Um, here, you don't need a new controller. So uh, the PS5 is still questionable because they haven't revealed the features of it yet, right? Like they said, haptic feedback. True, that's true. But we don't know what that mysterious button in the top left does, right? Uh, they yeah. didn't reveal that yet. Yeah. So I want to know what that is. I also want to know if they have a different color because we touched on white, like it's good to display, but my hands sweat, so it's going to discolor. I need a black PS5 controller. I'm going to be thinking about the fact that it's a white controller and that'll make me nervous and I'll sweat. Sweat more. <laughs> I'll sweat more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think what we're looking at is a Series X controller, yeah. which we know is good just because it's so similar to the, yeah. their other controllers that we like. And then the PS5 controller. I think the PS4 controller is my least favorite out of the current generation. Mm -hmm. But I like it. You, you hear what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I like it. It's just I don't like it as much as the other ones. It's the first PlayStation controller that is comfortable to me. Yeah. And it's because of the horizontal um, thumbsticks. Like, it's they're on the same plane. And on older controllers, they were slightly smaller. And it was hard for me to keep my hand in that position without it hurting for extended periods of time. Yeah. Uh, the PS4, I can hold that for a while. But I don't appreciate the controller like i do xbox because they understand that diagonal placement of the thumbsticks is more natural um for a hand rest so i, I ps5 sony keeps with that horizontal plane because that's like iconic for them if they were remember to change the wii, it no yeah remember the wii u pro controller yeah with with joysticks that were in the they were both they were uh what's the word i'm looking for uh they were in the same spot on each side, but they were, they? were up high. I thought yeah. it was like an Xbox controller. I it have it not, somewhere. It, okay. It's like an Xbox controller in many ways in, in yeah. terms of its shape, but huh. the joysticks are up top. That's crazy. And then the buttons are down, and it, it's very, uh, 
you know, I used it a lot and I liked it, but you know. Are you talking about the screen controller? No, I you're I'm talking, talking about, about the pro the, controller. The pro controller. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't remember. I mean, I have one. I just packed it up, but I didn't remember that the control the thumbsticks weren't diagonal because the pro you controller now me. they are diagonal. Right. True. Yeah, they they changed course. That's why when I first started playing Breath of the Wild on Switch, I used the Wii U pro controller because I was used yeah. to it. Um so controllers the jury's out. We don't really know but we know Xbox is going to be good and we think PS5 is probably going to be good. Yeah. They have, um, like I'm interested in knowing that mysterious button already talked about that, but also their sound, like they're pretty hyped on that. Uh, what it, not situational awareness, but like the ability to, I guess it's throw it technically throwing sound in the room somehow. Oh. positional awareness sound coming from the controller. What do you think about that light bar on the PS4 controller? <laughs> a giant light bar. And people complaining, and then a year later or two years later, they updated it so you could <laughs> change the tra- the opacity of the color so it didn't drain the battery. Yeah. Um, I li- I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I like it. Hey, like it, in, da- in Downwell it is... PSVR, so. That's true. In Downwell, if you're changing palettes... It'll the color of the light bar will change in oh, yeah, darkest cool. dungeon. Yeah, I'm playing darkest dungeon. As you lose torchlight, the light bar will change color and go like dimmer. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah, some FPS games, if you're getting shot, it'll like blink red or something. It it's good for like peripheral vision <laughs> uh, cues. You know, I, I like it's, it. It's yeah. a, I don't know if it adds anything to the game experience. It's just kind of cute to me it's kind of a cute feature if you wanted Um, to be more immersive and some developers did it you could get rid of the hud and kind of cue the player in with uh different types of color emitting from the controller rest in peace wii u gamepad yeah you you you, there were so many things we could have done with you oh my god uh yeah anywho uh so controller design of the console what do you think they both are goofy looking (sighs) things they're goofy looking. So as much as I think the PS5 is super weird and I didn't know if I would like it or not, I've been looking at my setup as we're talking and I think it mm-hmm. would look the best because I have rectangle black speakers. I have a rectangle black PC. And uh, if I have another black rectangle up there, it's going to look weird. But having the PS5 up there, just that slick, smooth, like Mass Effect. If I walked into the spaceship of Mass Effect and Shepard was playing a game system, that's what it would look like. And yeah. uh, I, I it's think a, I'm coming it's around. It's a conversation speed. It's a conversation piece. It's a fertility yeah. uh, goddess uh, uh, icon of some kind. Yeah, it looks like it looks very feminine. That's whereas yeah, whereas Microsoft went. They went full on uh, phallus, you know. It's just like <laughs> this, like uh, this thing that's just. It, well, it's like a uh, you know. Uh, I we're at the point where we're like losing our words. But well, hold on a second. Um, so Xbox went phallus, but did PS Five go uh, the other way? They went the other way. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> they went. They went with curvy, you know, labia shaped. Yeah, console. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's c- kind of neat <laughs> to it me is. that that's Put the choice next we to have. Each other. 
put them next, put them right up next to each other. Um, and that's the other thing too. I think I would see myself eventually having both of these consoles. Uh, probably. Wait a second, dude. Are they hinting at a dual console? Oh, I see. So like they get together and they baby. make a baby now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'd buy that. I would buy dollar. that. Um, yeah, so I don't know what I'm trying to get to, but I'm trying to get to a conclusion, which is that I'm leaning Xbox Series X. Oh, okay. Because, because of a lot of things. Yeah. But I really like the posture that Microsoft has taken in the past few years. I mm-hmm. think that they are, have corrected some things. I really want to see their games, but the like the Xbox One, even though it doesn't have the library of the PS4, mm-hmm. it has a massive library. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and there are lots of good like current new games that you can play on it. There always are. There will never be more games. If you go back in time, all the major consoles... And I will. P- I'll, I'm going to go back in time. PS4, PS3, PS2... Xbox, Xbox 360, uh, all the Nintendo consoles, GameCube, Wii, Jesus. all of those consoles, all, oh. everything they have in common is that they have, oh yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have more games than I could afford, that I want to play than I could afford to buy. Yeah, right. So I'm never at a loss for games. There are going to be situations where if I don't have a PS5, I'm going to be like, well, I can't play that right now. And that's not ideal, but uh for my personal values and what I value in, in a console, um, the controller is huge, backwards compatibility is huge, uh Game Pass yeah, is Game Pass. probably probably the nail in the coffin as far as like why I would choose yeah. that because uh the value is really good and I like just poking around in like lots of different games and then I get to play a Yakuza game which I've never yeah played before and I find that I very much enjoy so like I get exposed to things that I wouldn't spend money on and buy that I find out that I like although PlayStation Plus if you got the PlayStation Plus you would have gotten Yakuza that way and some other stuff that's true that's true but PlayStation Plus is cool yeah it does offer some good games I've gotten quite a good library just by having PS Plus Um, I'll tell you this. I think about this decision in terms of, because it's happening in the fall for a lot of people. mm -hmm. I keep bumping the mic and it's going to be horrible. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. Uh, This decision is happening in the fall. There's another decision happening in the fall that sucks. Hmm. What's that? Where a lot of people don't feel like they have a great choice and it determines the future of our our country. Oh, People get really toxic about (laughs) it and they argue. And the end result is always misery because no matter who wins, like you're going to have a bunch of people very upset and spitting venom. Yeah. Whereas the choice between Series X and PS5, there is only fun on the other side of that choice. If you get a Series X, you're going to have a lot of fun. If you get a PS5, you're going to have a lot of fun. So I like this choice better. I hope so. It's more fun to make this choice. There are things so far from what we've heard with the Xbox things just worry me. Whereas PS5, I'm not worried about as much. Like from that reveal, there were a couple games that had uh, performance issues and I don't know if that was YouTube or not because I was like, that's definitely sub 60 frames per second. And if I'm going to buy this coming generation, they need a guarantee that is minimum 60. Like that never was important to me until I 
got the PC that I have and started playing games on that. And I was like, oh, I get why 60 frames per second matters at the minimum. So like, it was yeah, hard and, for me to go back. What? Yeah. If you have a powerful PC, if I had a powerful PC, I probably would not be thinking about getting an Xbox to be quite honest with yeah. you. And my, my PC isn't, it's kind of old by standards now. It's from 2016. I have a 10, 10, 1080 Ti. Hell yeah. I don't know why I went into that and I got, it's hard for me to get out of it. Um, when you're there, you're there and you're <laughs> in it. And that's okay. Um, Oh, and I even said, oh, oh my gosh, dude, what is happening? Am I having a stroke? We're at an hour, 20 minutes. That's what's happening. Okay. Anyway, so the only thing I was worried about with the PS5 was a couple of the games, performance issues, didn't know if it was YouTube or if they just couldn't guarantee the frame rates on those games yet. That was bothering me because both systems are supposed to be so powerful that they can handle at least 60. And then, but I have more worries in concerns with Xbox because Phil Spencer turned into a marketing guy where, I mean, he comes from marketing, but like he's got that disingenuous smile on stage and he just, <laughs> he's a snake to me and whatever he says, I just you don't, don't trust believe this it. Phil Spencer guy. I used to like him, but ever since he came out wearing, like he panders, he comes out with a shirt of a game series that everybody loves like Battletoads. One of my favorite games of all time. Where is that game? Dude, hasn't come he's out just yet. he's just following Reggie's example. He's he's just yeah, because Reggie what Reggie did happened. Right? Reggie came out, he pandered, but he'll like pander and then things happen. He, he was, brought the goods. Phil Spencer comes out and he panders and nothing came of it. Like, where's my battle toads, man? Well, let me tell you what I think. Well, battle to- I'll tell you where they are. You can be oh, no. characters from Killer the battle Instinct. toads in Killer Instinct. That's not it. He he promised a full-on new Battletoads game. He keeps saying it's coming and then nothing. So now he's all about this Series X and he just comes out and smiles disingenuinely. <laughs> Listen, I believe in Phil. I believe no, in Xbox. Don't. I believe in the brand. I believe in... I want to play Halo. I want to play Forza. I want to play Forza Horizon 4. Do you, on, you, like, you, you, you say Forza. It's, Forza. It's Fortza. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I'm not a true Xbox gamer, but um, I want to play all the Xbox games. And, hey, man, uh, I want them to succeed. I just have more concerns. And I'm looking forward to the July thing because Halo means a lot to me. That game is still my top franchise. I wish Bungie still had that because uh, 343 just hasn't done it justice. Um, Every game that's come out for 343 has had big issues. They can't even get a Microsoft game to work on PC well yet. And that is crazy to me. But anyway, besides the point, I want Halo to blow everything out of the water. I want that game to be how Halo was to the original Xbox, where it made Xbox a thing. So I'm looking forward to the next July reveal. I want to see that gameplay and I want to I want to know that this powerhouse of a console cuz on paper it is more powerful than the PS5. Right. So show us that and they haven't showed that and it's crazy. I believe. So Yeah, I want to see that and I want to be a believer because I, I love both. 
and I, w- I would like to have I do. both. That's <laughs> it's true. I I I have in my I'm, th- I'm in my thirties now. I've grown very fond of not necessarily these companies, but just all the memories attached yeah. to these game companies. Like, uh, you know, I just have for years uh, been able to play on all of them with different friends, and um. Having played like Final Fantasy VII Remake recently and, and Death Stranding on PS4, I really love that system. And then now I'm I'm exploring Xbox One mm-hmm. and Forza and uh, <laughs> and all their backwards compat and the controller makes me happy to even just look at it yeah. and hold my hand. So like I I'm digging it and uh, yeah I just uh, I hope they're both awesome and they both do well. And that's my prediction. I think they will both succeed. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is one question I had. So you would, right now, based on what we've seen, you would go Xbox and I would go PS5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our disagreement is I chose very something light. different. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's very friendly. And then we, at the end, said we both want them to succeed and we'll probably have both yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, I know. It, yeah. I mean, that's how we should disagree, you know? We got to, that's fine. Well, I could see us disagreeing harder about something, but in this case, it's just I'm past the age of, uh, you know, really, yeah, play, you know, pulling for one or the other. Sure. I think probably if if there's a game console maker that has my heart, it's Nintendo because of when I was a kid. Yeah. And and playing Nintendo games, um, but you know, the spirit of Nintendo games is in a lot of games these days. Yeah. Because of who's making them. That's true. It's it's our generation a lot of times who who are making the games. Yeah, and uh, I feel it all the time. I feel the Nintendo vibes when I play, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Viva Pinata uh, backwards compatibility sure. on Xbox One. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I got you. So okay. Um, oh man, I had God. I had one last thing. I wanted to talk about. Bring it on. Uh, but I, I, I'm trying to stall because I don't remember it now. Okay. Um. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's not coming. Well, that's fine. We can, we'll circle back. <laughs> we'll circle back around and uh, we'll talk about cracking open that PS5 like a lobster. Mm. And we'll talk about whatever. But yeah, after the, um, it's definitely after the July event, we can talk about this topic again. Because we'll really know. We'll really know Sony brought their A game and their not E3 presentation. Yeah. And Microsoft is kind of hanging out. And they're going to do their not E3 presentation next month. So we'll see what it, what they got. What do you, for you, knowing everything on paper uh, with the power of the consoles, the new technology, what is a comfortable investment for you and for you think other gamers like what should we expect from Xbox Series X and then PS5 as a cost investment so if you took if you took me as a case study of mm-hmm. a gamer and and you know what what my financial situation is that I will not want to first adopt either of these mm, because okay. of the cost yeah. cuz i've ne- you know i i've i see every generation early on it costs a ton the games are more there's less to choose from. Mm-hmm. Later, it costs less. It's a better system, and there's more games, and the games are cheaper. So, yeah. like that, I consider all that. But then I look at 
Series X, and I'm like, but it has Game Pass. Yeah. So I immediately, off the jump, have access to a ton of games, which I would also with PS4 because I it is backwards compatible to those games. Yeah. Um, but but I don't have the guarantee that it's backwards compatible to everything that I have on Xbox. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then, um, Xbox does financing. <laughs> that's I was about and, to tell you, like. They might yeah. do that with the Series X because they yeah. it went really well for the one. Well, it's very a good deal. Like for yeah. the one, they did financing that included Xbox uh, uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Right. And if you factor, so like for instance, they had their Xbox One S uh, for twenty one ninety nine per month. You get Game Pass Ultimate, which is fourteen ninety nine per month, mm-hmm. and it's it's two years or something at that rate and if you look at how much you pay for it above the game pass cost it's like less you you end up paying way less for the system yeah it's crazy that it works out like that yeah yeah but it it still accomplishes what microsoft wants because they're getting you on a payment plan right. and they're getting you playing their games yep and they're they're playing hardball so uh yeah i think they're going to finance if they finance like that and they have like a 30 bucks a month deal that includes Game Pass Ultimate, uh, that seems like a pretty good deal. Okay, yeah, I see. We'll see. I see. Uh, I think Xbox has never gone over four hundred bucks, right? True. M- except for well, maybe no, the one, the yeah. one because it had the Connect, wasn't it four four ninety nine? Oh yeah, yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, okay, and then the what's Xbox X Series X is the new one, but it wasn't the one. That was like an upgraded version of the one, wasn't that also X? Uh, yes, yeah, Xbox. Okay, Xbox One X. Yeah, God, yeah. so confusing. Yeah, um, the, the Series X is a bad name. I'll God. say that. Yeah, I hope they don't have the problem that the Wii U had, which was the name. It was a right. That was a big part of it. I I don't um, think they will because of the hype. Yeah, around this stuff, and it's just it's very people are very aware that that it's basically like a heavyweight. Yeah. Bout. Whereas when Wii U came out, like they weren't going up against anything really. Right. They were just sort of like, hey, check out our new thing. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and parents except, were like, except, you already have for a me. Wii. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the Wii U. It's like, I got a ton of great games. Oh, yeah. It was, it was it. a great system. Um, so, anyway, I, I think we're going to see. Xbox Series X is going to be 500, I think. I don't think they'll go above it. Yeah. PS5, Sony went 600. They will not do that again. I think I both think so will either. take a loss. And I think we're looking at two 499 systems. But then you got to take into this. Are they looking at the job loss, COVID-19, people you know, yeah. working from home and stuff, making less money? They have to. Yeah. They have to so, like, that. are they both going to take a loss? And they were originally going to do four ninety nine, and then maybe bump a hundred off, and then we see both of them going for four hundred. It's possible we might see lower, you know, kind of like things where it's like clearly they're taking a massive loss. These yeah. things are the most powerful consoles ever. They're the largest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's. And and also like video game spending hasn't necessarily gone down, right? Because it's gone up. Like now. like with the Great Depression, when everyone was hopping in the movie theater yes. for escapism, 
now we have it here yep. in our home. And yeah. I I th- Sony I feel like they should have gone out ahead with the pricing because if the COVID-19 stuff was a factor in them determining a lower cost, they could market around that and be the first one being like, hey, we know people are suffering, but we know you want escapism and entertainment. So we're not doing this price. We're doing this price and we're taking a loss. That would have been really good messaging on them and put them as like a friend to the gamer, you know, someone who cares and uh, talk about brand loyalty they would have won over a lot of people that way, being the first to get that message out. But they didn't. They skipped it. Now, like you said, are they doing the waiting for Xbox to put out the price first and then positioning themselves underneath or close or matching it? You know. Anyway, uh, I'm not the marketing guy or the pricing guy we, for either. We shall see. It's clearly fun to speculate about, and yeah. I continue. I look forward to continued speculation and rambling conversations about things we don't know about, and <laughs> talking about questions that will be answered 100. percent And there's no reason to actually talk about the questions, except that it's just fun. Yeah. So, oh, exactly. What, what else were we gonna do? That. What were you gonna do if we didn't do this today? Play Burnout Paradise. <laughs> Not Forza Horizon 4? Uh, I just got Burnout, Burnout Paradise HD I saw was on sale for $4.99, oh, okay. so yeah. I want to check that out. But also Forza, also... Um, also, uh, I actually... I think it is going to be Yakuza 0. The next long game I get into Yeah, is going to be Yakuza 0. And I think I want to play it on Xbox, even though I may have picked it up on sale for PS4. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I man. started playing? Just this is the last thing. I want to tell you that I started playing Torchlight 3. The early oh, access, cool. man. And nice. uh it's surprising how bad they got the network cuz this has been in early access for alpha users um for a year. So like limited player base so they probably didn't have the network problems that they did when they released it publicly in early access. But it was so bad that I couldn't log in at all yesterday and the day before. So when you have that bad of a network situation and people aren't logging in, you're, you're getting a user base drop off and people not coming back at all. But um, anyway, they got the servers fixed and it has like really imaginative gameplay for the top-down... ARPG game. Um, yeah. And I'm really surprised by it. I, th- I think it's really cool. I'm going to put some more time into it. Like you have a robot, uh, like a steampunk kind of robot that shoots cannons out of its chest, but also can hold stuff in its hands. So you can have like a shield and a sword and the chest gun. And then you got a guy who is a railroad conductor who as your uh, one ability, if you press one, he builds a, um, as you walk, it builds a railroad with a train on it. So if you're close to the train, you get more power to your uh, melee attacks. But also if you run through enemies, the train can run over enemies as you build that train track. Nice, and the yeah. train has a gun, like a turret. So it'll shoot enemies too. It's kind of neat, man. I, I, it's cool seeing the new stuff and you get pets. So I have a cat who helps heal me in battle. 
Awesome. Yeah, it's great. Well, <laughs> and I'm sure all that other stuff will work itself out yeah. in the final. But yeah, Torchlight games look fun. Never played them. But uh, yeah. that sounds good. I just want to throw I, that out there. Well, I'm going to one more thing you, because you said you said player base or user, uh, concurrent users you mentioned. Yeah. Um, Persona 4 Golden yes. released on Steam and had the highest concurrent users of any JRPG wow. ever, as long as you don't count Dark Souls, uh, which I don't. Because yeah, I, I wouldn't that's either. More that's not a JRPG. Metroid-style yeah. uh, RPG that was made in Japan. Yeah. Um, but but uh, so hopefully that sends a message to Atlas to potentially um, stop being so exclusive with their games. Yeah, you would think they want money, right? So <laughs> you'd think I don't know the details of their exclusivity with Sony, but Persona's always been on PlayStation only um, until they were just like, "Hey, guess what? Persona Four Golden, a Vita exclusive, is now you know." Yeah, that was a crazy announcement. Pick it up. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about it. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get it because I wanted to play it. So it's fun. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well. This has been the Disagreeers Club. We disagreed. Hopefully you did too. Uh, Kyle, do you have anything else to say? I think I was right. Um, that so far the yep. PS5 was the stronger showing. And mm-hmm. Xbox and Phil Spencer uh, have a really big mountain to climb on their next yeah. uh, presentation. Yeah, I think you won too. Um, <laughs> all that I successfully did really was say why I... <laughs> would rather have a Series X, and I and I found that it has a lot to do with the the, the features of this of that console. So yeah, I, I do want to see more games, but I could imagine myself getting really uh, tempted by a PS Five once it is smaller and cheaper, oh. which will likely be the case. I got a one one more thing you again. This is what I, I remembered what I wanted to talk about earlier, and I think this is really funny, and I want to know what you yep. think. So you watched the PS5 thing. Now, yeah. did you see the uh, the Twitter? <laughs> did you see Twitter talking about the I PS- saw some Twitter. Okay, you saw I some saw Twitter. a little bit of Twitter. Did you see them, yeah. like, the conspiracy theory about the presentation? They were saying that all the presenters were uh, not real and that they were all computer-generated? I, I saw a little bit of that chatter, either jokingly or seriously. Yeah, some people were saying that. Yeah, I thought that was funny because as I watched it, I didn't even, it didn't occur to me. And I'm, I'm a video editor, so all that kind of stuff really hits me hard if something doesn't look right, you know? Well, you you recognize the lighting effects that they yes. were doing, and I think people were kind of fooled by the, the black backgrounds and the... Yeah dramatic lighting they, they were doing well yeah you have a brand you need to be you want to keep it consistent but it's also during covid so you're shooting all this from people's homes um you're giving yeah you know specifics to follow with people like hey sit like this try to have the light like this um then send us this kind of file so it you're gonna have black backgrounds some of them might have been knocked out i don't know if they were sitting in front of black, you know, that kind of thing. I think it was real. I don't think it was computer generated at all because the wrinkles in the clothing themselves was just too realistic. I don't think anything can handle that kind of uh, wrinkle system in clothing. Well, let me tell you what, we're going to find out in the next (laughs) seven years. I'll tell you, if that really was computer generated and footage from 
PS5, I, I'd be pre-ordering it right now if I could. So, And the last thing that I'll leave you with, <laughs> and this is for anybody still listening, and it's for you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Don't answer, don't answer, but think mm. about how old you will be when PlayStation 6 and Xbox Series Y are announced. You, oh, here's the thing. Do you think that will even be a thing? I do. Yeah. I think it's like a time-honored tradition at this point. Maybe not. Maybe the world will be over. How long has it been since PS3? It's been... No, no. I mean, uh, yeah, from the, PS3 the, the to PS4. PS4. Right. The PS4, uh, Xbox One Gen, I think, is like a seven-year cycle because they came out in 2013. God, man. And here we are, 2020. So they did a seven-year thing, which I think is good. I yeah. think that's long. Yeah. You know, and then each, both of those consoles will have games coming out for them for the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, and I think that's good for the consumer. Yeah. So they always say I'm 10 years off that four, and then in seven years happens. Right. And they still we're keep it that, alive. We're off that four year bullshit. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't, don't apple my console development. Mm-mm. Could you imagine no. getting PS 5.5? seven next year bottom line is i don't want to spend money on a machine i want to spend money on games yeah okay i didn't answer it but i did add to that and i wish you wish we just ended on your question sorry (laughs) how old will you be when the playstation 6 is is launched that's crazy don't think about it thank you for listening (laughs) and have a great night